Hello, hello, and welcome to the Workaholics Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Javon Masti, and this podcast is all about attacking the American dream narrative from a faith-based perspective, one episode at a time. What is up, you guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I am so ready to do this. Um, just a quick update. Um, I have decided to change the upload schedule. I'm only going to upload once a month because this last month and a half has been kind of a roller coaster. Um, some things happen unexpectedly, and a lot of stuff that I wanted to get done for this podcast didn't. And because I work all the time, just some family issues. Um, I decided that it would just be best for right now until I can get on my feet and I learn more about this and learn better methods of doing this is to just upload once a month at the beginning of the month. So that way I can get on a somewhat consistent schedule. So with that said, let's get into today's topic, which is what is the air quote, the American dream? Now, according to Google, the American dream is the ideal by which equality of opportunity is available to any American, allowing the highest aspirations and goals to be achieved. I have some thoughts, but let's first talk about this article that came from the New York Post from August 2018. The title is called The American Dream May Be Dead. And in the article, it says 82% of Americans say that financial independence is their new American dream. And the rest say owning a home, looking at the fence and all that. Now to them, um, I forgot to write down the author's name, but to them, they're thinking the American dream may be dead. I don't think it's dead. I just think it needs to change and it can't be grouped into one concept. It needs to grow. It needs to be a little bit more... I don't want to say open. I don't know the word for it, but one, it needs to not be based on things that happened like over 200 years ago. It needs to be based on the times now. And even though it is a little, and even though it's still general, I don't think the U.S. is even close to what Google has as the American dream because you need to practice what you preach and the U.S. is not practicing what it's preaching by saying that because equality all across the board is something that we're still fighting for and it's 2019. So that's why I don't think the American dream is dead. I think it needs to change because one, a lot of people aren't even owning homes anymore because one, either they can't financially or they're choosing not to because they are already financially independent and they're trying to be smart with their money. Yeah. It, it really needs, it needs to change in my opinion because for instance, my own American dream is to be financially independent as well, but also have my own place debt-free, paid for, and to only be paying for things that I use on a daily, like lights, water, food, things that I need to like stay updated and working so that I can keep using it. Because I want to be able to start generating wealth and savings so I can give back and not have to pay back if that makes sense. So that's why I say the American dream needs to change because the U.S. is supposed to be a melting pot. It's always meant to be a melting pot of different cultures coming together and I would say peacefully, but (laughs) come on now. 
we're not even close to being peaceful. We're kind of close to people living together, but there's just so much strife and chaos going on right now that equal opportunity is not there. People's goals and aspirations, it's not as easy for some people to meet them as others, and we all know that. So that's why I just I, I just can't agree with, with what Google said. I hope we can get there soon, real soon, like really, really soon. That, that would be an amazing thing for, to happen, but as of right now, it's just not what, it's just not what's happening. But on the other hand, there is room for everyone to win. And that's really hard to say that when we're in right now, a cycle of cancel culture or always on the grind. If you ain't hustling, you know, if you're basically, it's like little underlying stigmas and pressures. If you always got to be doing something or you're just going to fall behind And it's that idea of comparison and trying to prove to people that you are something that you aren't or you're trying to reach a goal that you're nowhere close to even being ready for. And here's the thing, just a quick little tip. If you're trying to prove yourself to somebody that's not like, if you're trying to prove yourself to people, I can tell you right now, they're not paying attention to you because they're trying so hard to prove themselves to other people who aren't paying attention to them. So it's just like a never ending cycle because you think people are looking at you. The people that you want to look at you, they ain't looking at you. Okay. (laughs) They are not looking at you. So just a quick little side note. But, you know, as I try to place it also from the perspective of a Christian as myself, I want to be able to make a difference and leave a legacy. I want to do good, help those who need help to get on their feet, spread love. After all, if you just break it all the way down, the bare bones of a Christian is to be like Christ. And Jesus is love. He talked to everyone. He loved everybody. He was like, look, we can come together and still have some fun. You know what I mean? Like, spread love. Because once you're filled with love, everything else kind of happens to the domino effect. Because once you learn to love yourself, you're going to talk. You're going to be kinder to people. You're going to not be condescending to people. You're not going to, you're going to talk to people and not at people. You're not going to be grumpy. You're going to see things with a whole new lens. You're just going to be able to breathe in and be like, this is a good day. This is good energy. Like everything's just kind of going to happen in a domino effect once you get filled with love. Like once you know you have someone in your corner, once you learn to love yourself, once you know you have that support, then you know that you're like, okay, now I can start doing more and serving myself and serving others. And once that happens, it literally happens like a dominant effect. It's just like a giant tree of people coming together that grows. It's really awesome. But I also really want to fill people. I want to not fill people. Tell people who don't feel that, who don't know that. I am probably in like the top five people who do not like asking for help at all and feel like I have nobody behind me. But once you know that you do, and I want to help people who feel like that because I know what that feels like. And it's like, no, you got somebody. You just keep going because you're supported. And once you feel that support and once you feel like you got some help, it changes almost everything. It really does. Now, one of my dreams is to have like the arts, like just like arts, like painting, music, dance, filmmaking, writing, all of it to be in the church. Because I think that is something that is being untapped and there's so much talent and there's so much potential that could help. And one, the church needs to get it together. I'm saying that the church needs to get it together, okay? 
because people get church hurt should not be a thing anymore. I have been church hurt so many times. And what I mean by church hurt is by being talked about, um, shamed, feeling less than, made fun of. Any way you have been hurt by someone or something that was said to you in the church and you just are like, I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm not dealing with that. I want to apologize because as someone who's on that side, I don't want anybody to feel like that. And as somebody who has been hurt, church hurt multiple, 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 multiple times, it I, I know what that feels like and it sucks because you really do feel like, especially if you've been there your whole life and been in it your whole life and to get hurt the way I've been hurt, it's what's the point? Like, you really feel like you have nobody. So I want to welcome people who don't feel like that. And the arts is a way to express yourself. So if you need a way to express yourself and you need a safe place to do it, I want the church to be able to be like that. And that's what my goal is because there's so much people can learn through the arts. It's a universal language in my eyes, at least. It's a universal language. And there's so much that can be learned and so much that can be taught through the arts. And it's just, I just want it in the church because I feel like that would help mend a lot of relationships, a lot of bridges, a lot of hearts. But that's just me. But yeah, I'm just going to keep it short and simple and comment down below what your American dream is, because I know it's going to be different for everyone. And I would love to hear what you have to say, because the more we learn about each other, the more we can understand each other and the less it will take to judge. All right, that's all for tonight. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Workaholics Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. If you want to hear more from me, like my methods of staying organized, lessons I've learned, and hacks to improve your quality of life, you can find me on Instagram at Workaholics Wisdom Pod. Thanks, y'all.